Welcome to the Sacramento Media Podcast. This is John Christensen, and with me is... Hello, I'm Odin Abbott. Excellent. And this is a special podcast for Father's Day. And I thought this is a great opportunity because Odin and I have been good friends for many years. Many years. And uh, we have a bond, which is a great friendship, but also we like to work together and we, we do well when we work together and we, we like expressing mm-hmm. ideas and we put our brains together. <laughs> and come up with crazy ideas. And one of the main things that we will talk about often is, you know, my dad will tell me about how to do this <laughs> or or my, my dad would show me this weird thing. And I would say, yeah, exactly, we would refer to our dad. So again, in honor of fathers, and this is Father's Day coming up, Yeah, we just want to talk about our dads because... You know, I have a lot of friends, we all do, and, you know, when men talk to other men, uh, some have great relationships with their dads, others don't. Right. And I'm saddened for those who don't. And uh, fortunately, Odin and I had a great relationship with our fathers. Mm-hmm. And at, I, at, at least I, I ultimately got a good relationship with my father. Because uh-huh. even me, I was as a little kid, I was great. Uh, there in the middle years, yeah, not so much. And the, then the junior and, high years, yeah, yeah. And then and then as I uh, as I got as I got to be more of an actual adult, um, I ended up having a really good re- relationship with my father, especially there. My father ended up uh, passing away, and I got to see him a lot during yeah. his final year. Year, and we got a really good relationship at that point. Same here. Uh, my good. father passed away a couple years ago. Uh, I kind of wish he was still here to see what we did here at the media center because uh, he would have loved it. Yeah, because uh, uh, mine too, and, and your dad too. In fact, it's funny because Odin and I will sometimes we'll be working and we talk about our dads, and I I would say, you know, my dad would probably would have loved to meet your dad. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> uh, my dad was very much in doing carpentry and construction of his own, even mm-hmm. though he was a graphic arts uh, specialist printer. He had a printing company in Monterey, of all places, right. uh, was in the Navy, and the Navy shipped him out to Naval Postgraduate School, and he was just a he was just a seaman. They moved him up to photography and printing and uh, because they saw his skills. Okay, cool. And so my dad was able to just show, hey, here's my skills, and he did a really good job. And I think I, I gleaned a lot of that from my father, his desire and also his style of just doing an excellent job, because mm-hmm. when you do that, uh, other jobs come. Yes. Like that. Uh, it's your advertising runner when you think about it. Right. Um, what, what, what you've done is, is, is your best advertising. Yeah. Absolutely. My influence is from my father because he didn't really see me. I mean, he tried to make me not go photography because I was starting out as a photographer because uh, he was a photographer for many years himself. Uh, in fact, he did weddings. I mean, this is back in the 60s. Okay. And uh, he would all his weekends were always eaten up by weddings. And he right. worked a lot. My dad did work an awful lot. I was just fortunate that my dad was also home all the time because he had his home office. This is back in the 60s now. Oh, okay. 60s. And in the basement that my dad built out, he built a nice uh, printing uh, office and did a lot of printing jobs. But on the weekends, he would do uh, weddings. And I was just, of course, taught then. His experience as a photographer was, first of all, he was successful at that. But he also realized how hard a work it was. Howard said, I think he tried to warn me from, say, if you're going to do this, you have to be really dedicated and you have to be really good and you have to accept the fact that it's sometimes you're not hired just based on a whim of, a, of an agency. Yeah. And, and he was right about that. My dad had a dark room built on the bottom of our home, which was really cool. And he would let other people come and use that dark room. And, of course, 60s, 70s, there was all these artistic folks who want to come out and start in photography, and yet they were struggling artists, and he right. saw that firsthand. So he was trying to let me know, look, you know, you might be a struggling artist for a long time as a photographer. Um, he taught me everything photography. I did not have to take any photo classes in high school. And oh, interesting. They, they even offered me to be a TA because I already learned all my skills from my father. Okay. And that was awesome. But interestingly enough, uh, Dad was not always the most complimentary either, though, uh, because I think he had a higher standard he wanted me to achieve. Okay. And that's, that's rough. Yeah. It's, as, it's, as, especially as a younger kid, that's rough. But, but I think it's also a 
tough love that was valuable to me because when I would do something, say, hey, what do you think? And if he gave me praises, then I'd say, oh, I, I achieved it. I did it. I wouldn't push myself harder. Yeah. And as a young photographer, and I started way earlier. In fact, uh, way early. I, I was doing photography for all kinds of folks, uh, even at the age of 13. Mm-hmm. And uh, But <laughs> I look at my stuff then, look at it now, or, or look at it later on as, I, as my dad kept pushing me. I did improve a lot. And if I was going to be, you know, satisfied with, oh, this is good, and I would never groan. So truthfully, gotcha. his, his his approval, which I sought for all the time, was uh, a pushing to, that made me, you know, go farther. Because, and I, I think my dad did it on purpose because he wanted me to do well, okay, very well, uh, very loving, always home, uh, always there for advice, uh, which was uh, which which was stellar for me. But what influences did your dad have on you? Well, the influences from my dad, uh, similar in a sense, he always had a shop in the garage because my dad uh, had never gone into the military, but he went and became a machinist at the Southern Pacific Railroad. Ah. So he went in as an apprentice and uh, learned all the different, you know, metalworking and and working on those giant living machines of a, of a locomotive. <laughs> um, and then he went on to uh, be an engineer and a designer doing wheelchair lifts and really? uh, designing uh, in the 80s. He was doing the mass production disc uh, copying machines. So he, he took a particular machine that would do the five and a half or five and a quarter inch uh, floppy disks. Right. 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 Uh, the, the benchmark was, I think, 10,000 copies of that fail failing. And uh, he reworked the way the, the machine would, would work, eliminated the need for a specialized technician to swap out the drive. And his machines got to be in the millions without failing. Excellent. And, and within a couple of years, uh, new machines were being designed that he had to meet the standard that he had created. <laughs> that was your, yeah. Your dad was a trendsetter. My dad was a trendsetter, uh, and then he he did uh, he enjoyed uh, you know, dirt dirt bikes and uh, the modified midget uh, racing on the on the dirt track. Uh, so he would build the, that stuff for himself all the time. I remember as a kid, he came home with a truck full of pipe, <laughs> and then over the weekend, cut it up, bent it up, and he literally built himself a modified midget car from scrap pipe over yeah. the weekend. Oh my goodness! No plans, all yeah. just totally out of yeah. his head. Um, <laughs> like I said, and this, these stories are the kind of things that I know your dad and my dad would be the best of friends, like oh, you and I sure. are. And it's just hilarious. Yeah. It's just amazing. Uh, I remember <laughs> my dad went up to help some friends that bought some property in Oregon, uh, and they were clearing out all the deadwood and cutting down some trees, and so. He starts looking at these felled trees and took uh, clamps and a chainsaw and started to basically plane out a tree yeah. and built a, uh, a picnic table that was like 12 feet long and six <laughs> feet wide. You actually had to stand up and lean to shake hands over this table. <laughs> My father in the woodworking, he would make toys for all the, uh, the kids, the grandkids. Okay. And uh, wheelbarrows, uh, all kinds of uh, wooden wheelbarrows, uh, all kinds of real old-fashioned style uh, uh, toys for the for the kids during for Christmas. It was just, it was just Santa's workshop. Yeah. Uh, he would buy used old printing machines as, uh, when he was first starting out as a printer okay. and had it in our basement. And he just rebuilt these suckers and he just knew how to do that. And this is all the, the, the gears and the drums and the metal and, and, and welding you have to do. And uh, he would take two or three bad printing presses to make one good one out of it. And yes, <laughs> yes that's how yeah. I did. I've, I've done that with home printers. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. You, you get a few and hopefully parse it out and then uh, get, to get make one good one. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. And just that ingenuity and just his, his skill set that he did and saved himself a lot of money because mm-hmm. printing presses were not cheap no. and still aren't today. Well, now you can't even buy them. Printing industry is totally different. That's a whole other story. It's a whole other story. But, uh, but then my dad purchased some Heidelbergs and, okay. uh, did some, and he was really well known in Monterey. In Monterey, he had a really a busy printing lithographics company, and it was just beautiful stuff. And anything that came out of my dad's shop, it was just 
stunning. Yeah. And I think what I learned from my father is, is if, if, if the client can get more bang for the buck, they're happy mm-hmm. and everyone's happy. And then it goes right back to we produce something, we provide it, we deliver it, and as it's being used or its function, everybody wins. Yes. My dad uh, echoed that many, many ways. Uh, before, because the win-win-win scenario was not, was not a big theme in business until uh, In Search of Excellence book came out, and that was in the 80s. My dad okay. was doing it before all that. Which right. is really interesting. Yeah. He learned beekeeping. He kept bees. He had five hives and we had crops of honey. He learned it by reading the books. Okay. That's very cool. And he would do a little bit because he didn't have internet back then when he this was like in the early 80s. He didn't have the internet now. He would just loves YouTube. Oh, yeah. Loves YouTube going to uh, rebuilding cars and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, my dad would have loved the internet too. I bet your dad would have. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my dad, towards the end of his life, he used doing a lot of YouTube and just loved the, the how to video stuff they would see. But he learned to do beekeeping. We watched him. I mean, I remember through high school, he watched him beekeeping books, and then he started several hives. It was all back behind our home. Right. None of us ever got stung. Because no. The, because the bees are looking for the honey, and yeah. uh, he taught us about them. And we had fun honey crops that my dad created from that. And again, just watching him do that was just a great example for me to, mm-hmm. my dad could do it, why can't I? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why can't I? So the the what, a couple of things that dad really inspired for me. Yeah. Um, being an engineer, being a guy that would go sit down in front of a draft board or right. be in a shop and trying to make something that's all completely coming out of his head is that um, it's all mental work. Even though he's driving home, he's still working. Mm-hmm. He'll sit down on the couch and he's still working. He would, uh, the two big things with, with this point, one is he got to the point to where he wouldn't put anything on paper until he could see all the parts moving and interacting and working in his head. Really? Then he would start to write it down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and he explained that to me a couple of times and, and, and kind of gave me some examples. And that's like, oh, wow. So I, I, I kind of try to think that way a little bit. How am I going to make this work? Can I make sure it works this other way? Is it not going to be too thick? Is it going to stink? Um, and the other thing that he did uh, a lot was because it's all mental work. He, he, it was in his head. I, I remember walking uh, into the living room and he's sitting in the chair completely zoned out. Yeah. The room is full of cigarette smoke uh, because he hasn't moved in hours because he's in his head working. We'd go to the movies all the time because he could go to a movie, check mentally check out, enjoy the movie, and then take the rest of the night off. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I we, we went to the movies a lot, which right. you know that that because now I'm making all sorts of weird props because right. of the things that I saw right. growing up. <laughs> uh, so that was a lot of fun. You know, we watched a lot of uh, crazy sci-fi television because he was he was fine to watch whatever as long as it you know it wasn't too annoying. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, how funny. Um, Difference between, because my dad would do the same. He would work it out in his head first. Mm-hmm. He would draw it out, uh, and he had a drafting drafting table and everything else. Right. Uh, and he would draw a lot of things out, and uh, he had a skill set for that. But he was only high school educated. Yeah, that's all my dad was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But he, you would think he's you know, he's an engineer himself in the way he would, I mean, his drawings were just quite stunning. But I, I remember my dad and I, I had, to, I had to produce something for him. Uh, I said, Dad, let me do a slideshow for this little organization you're working for. And uh, he said, well, how do we put this together? And he wanted to do the methodical process, which he's used to. Right. And again, we all approach, you know, projects differently. And and, and I'm, I was kind of, I'm, 
but just by genes, that didn't fall in line exactly how my dad would do it. Right. I did this kind of okay. Let's throw it all together and see what we got, and let's, let's see what right. was created. Feel you know? our way yeah. through it. Yeah. And, that, and that's kind of my style anyway in editing. And uh, I, I do a little more of that <laughs> yeah. than what my dad did. Too. But there's a methodical process too. And again, yes, what you do in your head ahead of time before you even put anything to paper. Right. When he saw how I did all that when I was doing my little slideshow presentation for that, my dad just went, "How can you do that?" It's <laughs> 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 like, well, Dad, we're a little different. <laughs> a little different. <laughs> he said, "I." Would have this. He would have it all. He would have yeah, it all, all. spreadsheet. Oh, he loves spreadsheets. Yeah, My right. dad loves spreadsheets. Yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny to see the difference. But it was always a joy because uh, the his pleasure to see me do what I did, and it made me proud that mm-hmm. uh, that uh, he was proud. Uh, that just made my my it just made me feel complete. Yeah. And I know your dad was that way to you. Definitely. Um, yeah. The the whole idea of doing it on your head. That we, we were talking about uh, my YouTube channel on a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my builds start in traffic. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting things uh, – the radio's not on. You know, sometimes it is. And if it is, there's no lyrics because that, that way I'm not listening to the lyrics of the, of the song. I'm – Doing my own thing. Uh, And I'm thinking about how to solve the problems of how I'm going to build what I want to build as cheaply and simply as I can. Because that's part of part of what I want to do, mm-hmm. and so that was you know that windshield time uh, got to be valuable. Of course, you're still in traffic, and that gets really annoying. Right. So you, <laughs> there's this balance of that, uh, and the shower is another one where, and I, yes. I, I've heard this a lot that a lot of the epiphanies come. It's like, oh, I can just do it this way, yeah. you know, because you're in a spot where you're right. doing something routine, and your mind can think about something else. Right, you're doing something wrote, and your mind yeah. just open up. To, yeah, uh, totally. And best ideas come from wanting to take a shower or something, yeah. like, or go walk, or uh, or and, and you're right, putting on music or dialogue. That's uh, Again, that's mm-hmm. put you in different headspace. Yeah, I know when I go for a walk, I try to just just enjoy the walk. Right, to be outside because right. being being an editor, <laughs> I'm kind of in a chair behind a computer all the time. Right. It's nice to just go outside. <laughs> yes, <laughs> true, true. Well, our dads are looking down on us and being very proud. I know that. Yeah, and uh, it's just it's just it's it's wonderful that you and I can share the affinity of how much we love our fathers mm-hmm. and how important they were in our lives. In a big way, yes, indeed. And, and I know, like you said before, my dad would have liked your dad. My dad would have loved your dad. <laughs> Thank you, Odin. Appreciate you. Thanks, John. All right.